Hello, and welcome to the Harassment-Free Workplace Podcast. I'm April Tarot of Navigating Integrity Associates. This podcast is for CEOs and HR professionals of small and medium-sized businesses to learn practical suggestions that can be used right away to address harassment in the workplace. We are committed to creating workplaces that work for everyone. Welcome. Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Harassment-Free Workplace Podcast. I'm your host, April Tarot, and our guest today is Kathleen Hilchey, who is a conflict and anti-bullying specialist. Welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining us. Let me start with reading your bio. So Kathleen is an anti-bullying expert in southwestern Ontario. She works with families, schools, and workplaces to stop cycles of bullying. Her goal is always to help all parties to find peaceful ways to solve their problems. After 10 summers working in the camping sphere, Kathleen spent 10 years teaching in the secondary public system. She has a Master's of Education in Peacebuilding Techniques for Brock University and is presently training to become a certified mediator. Welcome to the show, Kathleen. Thank you. Um, so how does one become an anti-bullying and conflict expert? Yeah, I think you just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I think I've been working towards this title my whole life. Um, I, I, you know, similar to other people who follow their hearts to do their work, um, there's usually some big backstory. And, and for me, I grew up in a family where bullying was a strong narrative. My mom had been quite severely bullied from grade four all, all the way to grade 12. Um, and so she, I mean, she talked about those experiences a lot and taught us how to handle social, emotional kinds of conflicts. Um, and then when I was around 10, my brother started getting physically bullied at school. And, um, you know, I watched my parents try so hard to solve the problem and, and not be able to. I, I saw the school feeling lost. Um, mm -hmm. And I saw my brother's fear and pain going to school and coming home from pain. So, you know, I was, a, a, you know, I am an empath. And uh, so I think I soaked up everyone's emotions about it. Um, mm -hmm. But, but what really has driven me on this kind of, I would say quest probably, um, mm -hmm. is seeing the long-term damage that, that gets created when people are bullied. So, I mean, for me, my goal has always been to find a way to solve the problem in the moment so it doesn't get rooted into people's bodies and minds as trauma. Um, and so through my work in camping and then at schools, uh, I've, I've sort of, figured out some great tools to help people get out of cycles when when they're in them wow that's so great to hear um it, i mean conflict and bullying are things that people tend not to want to talk about so the fact that you've dedicated your whole life to it is fantastic um and you do you work mostly in schools or do you work at workplaces as well yeah i work in both so i mean I, the work that i uh or the the coaching techniques that i have figured out were were birthed in schools, um, but the methods mm -hmm. work beautifully with adults too. I mean, conflict is conflict and people are people. And um, I, ha I had a HR manager at a large bank say to me one day, you know, my staff members are just oversized, middle-aged teenagers who don't know how to handle things. I mean, and that's the thing, right? Conflict is something we learn how to handle. And if we haven't learned how to handle it, 
then we're adults and doing it too. So, um, you know, I'm pleased to say that I've had lots of success in workplaces also. Excellent. I, I don't know if we're ever taught to deal with conflict. I, what I find a lot of the time is that people would just rather avoid it than actually deal with it head on. Yeah, or deal with it super head on <laughs> and try to get on top of it, right? That's kind of our two ways. It's like, oh, run away or like, I'm going to win this. And that, I mean, yeah. when we talk about our society, we, you know, a capitalistic society, you win or you lose. And so then, but we're not really taught to work with. And as you and I know yeah. in our jobs, that's kind of the way out is that middle ground. Is working with. Yeah. Excellent. So um, one of the things that I ask all of our guests who come onto our podcast is um, what are three things that um, workplaces, so CEOs and HR professionals can do right now to help decrease harassment that may or may not be happening in their workplace? Although I'm, I stand that it's probably happening and just probably unaware of it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what can people do right here, right now to help deal with that? Yeah. So, I mean, my, I would say my three main tips, the first is um, to understand understand our ways through conflict. So I can explain that in a minute. I, I've got a concept that's called mm -hmm. power over, under, and with, and I would recommend teaching this concept to all staff members. Um, the second is to understand that when someone is bullying and harassing, that punitive measures do not work. And what's mm -hmm. actually going on underneath is pain. There's probably some sort of hurt mm -hmm. or you know unresolved emotions. Or, or a lack of understanding of how to solve problems. So there's something going on underneath the behavior. Um, mm -hmm. And then the third way is that the person who's being targeted in bullying and harassment often is the person with the solution. But we don't, we don't necessarily think about it that way. We imagine that HR or some C-level executive is the one that should swoop in and solve the problem. And we silence the voice of the person who actually probably is the, should be the main problem solver. Wow. Okay. So let's break these down, shall we? So let's go into your first point of what was it? Power over, power under, power mm -hmm. with? Yeah. Okay. So if we imagine um, a human in conflict and, and maybe your listeners can imagine themselves or, and, and their family members or coworkers around them. So I'm gonna explain something, but as you're listening, I want you to put someone in that category and that person could be you. So when we are in conflict, uh, you know, our, our biological system wants us to either fight or flight. So when we mm -hmm. fight, we're powering over someone. So we're being aggressive. So we might do things like name calling, we might yell, uh, you know, little kids find themselves hitting or scratching at that time. Adults get quite good at powering over and not getting in trouble by being manipulative. So with adults in the workplace, we find high levels of manipulative behavior. And that can even include someone speaking in a kind tone with a smile, but the message underneath is like scathing. Mm, so it's kind of covert power. Over totally, totally. And passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we even see people in the workplace cutting somebody out, right? So we talk about ostracizing and that's a manipulative behavior, right? Bullying someone and not allowing them to have any friends or not be invited to the parties. So these are behaviors we see in kids, but they're also behaviors we see in adults. So, mm -hmm. so maybe imagine someone and it could be you who powers over when they are faced with a conflict. Mm -hmm. 
the complete opposite of powering over is powering under. So this is somebody who flights or who freezes. So that, you know, those are the terms we would use to connect to our parasympathetic nervous system. This is someone who gets quiet. They might shut down or shut out, you know, in extreme cases, they might disassociate. So like they don't feel that they're in their bodies anymore. Um, but it can also include behaviors like giving in. So people who apologize when it's not their fault. Wait a minute. Isn't that just a normal Canadian <laughs> right, way to right. apologize? All well, the time? maybe we're a nation of giving inners. Um, of power unders. <laughs> totally, totally. So, I mean, the other thing too, and this is my MO, is pleasing. Oh, so tiring. Mm. Right? When we just do the thing that someone says, because we don't want to, you know, ruffle feathers, or we say yes to our boss when the boss is asking way too much. Um, when we power under, powering under, I mean, all conflict strategies are a choice. There's something that we've learned, of course, but there's something easily that we can unlearn. And those of us who power under do so to end the conflict quickly, right? So this is where you say mm -hmm. we like avoid conflict at any cost. That's powering mm -hmm. under. So just think about mm -hmm. someone in your life who's doing this or someone or perhaps you. Mm -hmm. Now, our, our typical power structure is that someone powers over and powers over strong enough that someone else powers under, and then the person who powers over gets their way. Yes, this, I see this Totally, a lot. and this mode mm -hmm. can be minor, right? And it can exist in our relationships and with our children, and it can exist with siblings or friends. But when we take these kind of like little microaggressions and we blow them up, they we then hit levels of somebody who's bullying, harassing, and someone who's being targeted or even victimized, which I know is a strong word, but I, but I mean it in certain circumstances, right? Somebody who's made mm -hmm. to feel tiny and, and mm -hmm. impossibly small and shouldn't exist. So, you know, in extreme large cases, this is where our cycles of bullying and harassment exist, right? Somebody who's mm -hmm. bullying or harassing powers over and tries to find someone whose natural response is to be fearful of this conflict. And now a relationship gets formed. Yeah. And it's great that you're pointing these out because what I can, what I also see too, is a lot of this is unconscious and people just are not aware of their power. A hundred percent. And so when I'm get called in for investigation and it's a harassment bullying, that kind of in that sphere, what I find is that the respondent, so there's the complainant who's making the complaint and the respondent is the one responding. The respondent is like unconscious to their behavior and how it's, it's impact it's had on other people. Totally. And the really lovely thing about this is that we can become conscious and we can shift usually quite easily mm. when we understand what's underneath. So this mm -hmm. is why teaching this, and we'll get to our third, um, our third level, but teaching this even just, you know, sheds light on what we're unconsciously doing and why potentially it could cause an issue. Mm -hmm. So our third way, and this is, you know, my, uh, the secret sauce of everything that I do is helping people mm -hmm. find their power with. So both the person who's mm -hmm. doing the bullying and harassing and also the person who's being targeted needs to find mm -hmm. what I call a strong and kind voice. So, you know, the technical term of this is, ass is assertive, and we've heard this a lot, but I think people misunderstand assertive to think that the voice is too loud. And although I want someone's voice to be strong, I also want it to be deeply kind. Mm -hmm. So in this mode, we have the capacity to speak and say what we need to say, but we also are open to listening. So this is where we're actually working with someone, finding a compromise. 
Now, the key though, is that we feel really calm because in our power with, we have found ourselves. Mm. So what we need to imagine is like every person has the capacity to speak and to listen. We have just learned to do differently. And so mm -hmm. finding a power with voice can take some time and it can take some brainstorming. But once you found it, you will know because it feels like you. You will feel calm. Mm. So I'll give you an example. Um, I had a client reach out to me who was being sexually harassed in the workplace and uh, her coworkers weren't saying anything. And, and she went to HR and HR said, well, the only thing that we can offer is a mediation. And she didn't feel comfortable being having a mediation with this man. And then mm -hmm. she heard about me through a friend. So she reached out to me and she said, you know, I'm a strong woman and I feel very weak that I'm not willing to do this bold thing. And so we did, we went through my coaching method, which is called the third way. And mm -hmm. once she was able to find her power with, it sounded very different than what she imagined. So where, where she thought mm -hmm. she was supposed to boldly stand up and tell this man what's what, her power with voice came up with a more creative solution, which was to get the C-level executives to run a workshop on appropriate workshop language, which she knew would embolden her coworkers to speak up for her in the future who were mostly male. And mm. that happened. So the situation wow. ended in a much more creative way than the HR managers had come up with. And you know, they were doing their best and mediation is an excellent tool if it works. But mm -hmm. she was able to find her strengths inside and know that it was not her voice that was going to change this man. It was her coworkers' voices. Wow. So sometimes our power with sounds like something that we are saying or we're shifting the way that we're saying things. But sometimes it's looking at a different way to solve a problem from a calm and centered place inside of you. Hmm. That's awesome. So you coach people in helping them find their power with. Yeah. And that finding their yeah. And so when I work both with people who are bullying and harassing and also people who are being mm -hmm. targeted, that's the goal. It's how can we basically, mm -hmm. how can we find them so that their heart is, you know, activated, but their, their strength is also activated to help them find a way out of their situation. I mean, bullying and harassment, these, these relationships, as you know, as any relationships are, are very complex. So without mm -hmm. using the voices of the people who are involved to solve the problem, we don't really end it deeply. We just maybe mm -hmm. silence it a little bit. It's, it's just such a different way to look at things. And I love that you're bringing this up because a lot of times the CEO just wants to have it fixed. They just want the problem to go away. Right. So it's like, just throw a workshop at it. Just, I don't know, do something. So it's just not going to happen again, but it's actually, it is way more complex. And, and, and I love that working with both sides, both parties in order to figure out a creative solution. Yeah. I mean, cause there is important no to note, one size fits important all. to note also is that we don't need mo both parties to agree to find a solution, mm. which is really nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So what was the second point you had? It was um, about the, those who are bullying or harassing or coming from a place of pain. Usually. Mm, yeah, pain or either lack of, or lack of conflict management skills or both. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, our normal response to harassment or bullying behavior is to give a warning, uh, might be some sort of suspension with or without pay or, uh, you know, uh, removal from the workplace. 
And mm-hmm. I mean, what the research shows us is that it is very, very rare that any sort of punitive response uh, stops bullying or harassment. So yeah. what we really need to be doing if, you know, I mean, imagine you have this like superstar on your team, but their social emotional skills are not that great, but they're really pulling your business forward and you want them to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, then, then sometimes working with that person, if they are coachable, to look underneath the behavior to figure out what's going on. Uh, and mm-hmm. this is this is so beautiful. I just watched an extreme example of this. Um, there's a woman doing um, a workshop in a high security prison in California. And um, it was all about addressing the, tra- the childhood traumas that had led people to be these violent offenders and to really get rid of that shame to be able to talk about it so that they could actually heal. Oh, yeah. It, it's one I'll put I'll put a link um, uh, I'll try to find it again but I'll put a link in the description of this episode so people can watch it but it is it was so eye-opening for me it was like you know, she had everybody in this huge circle and she said you know all these different things so if you were talked down to from one of your parents as a child take a step in if you were beaten up by a parent you know take a step in and you know if you were sexually abused take a step in and it just kept and it was like every single inmate was like taking steps in and taking steps in and taking steps in and it was just very clear that the most traumatized are the ones that are usually the ones who are acting out yeah and how can you not right think about i'm ourselves mm-hmm. on a bad day we didn't get enough sleep maybe work is overwhelming and we take it out on the people that we're closest with we mm-hmm. now we have typically the capacity to apologize and make amends for those behaviors and like you know get some more sleep and eat better food to get back on track mm-hmm. but when our trauma or our lack of skills are building up on your shoulders i mean you don't even know what you're doing right you're just dis- yeah. discharging everywhere now I mean, it's mm-hmm. the vast majority of managers or HR managers are not trained in like trauma, <laughs> trauma. Yes. So, <laughs> so the key here to me, uh, I've got something called the four C's. So when I ask people to speak with, um, to speak with individuals who've been bullying or harassing, I want you to coach and not talk down mm-hmm. to you, right? So you're there to help mm-hmm. guide, but you're not there to say what the answer should be. So imagine, you know, mm-hmm. you're a soccer coach and you've done a couple drills and now somebody's out on the on the field, you're not gonna run on and steal the ball. So you're there to just mm-hmm. be a guide. The next two are mm-hmm. to be calm and caring. And the calmer and more mm-hmm. caring we are, the, the calmer people's um, cortisol levels are, right? Our stress levels, dip down tremendously which means you can actually have a conversation with someone and the fourth Mm -hmm. c is to be curious so you want to be Mm. looking underneath seeing what's going on and the more curious we can be the more answers we're going to get now what you need to understand in these you know curious kind conversations is not that you need to fix these problems but if you can be the person that they bring it up to, it's almost like you're the triage nurse at the hospital. So you found the issues out and now I need to send you to the right doctor. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, my background is in education and mediation. I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist or social worker. And so in a lot of my conversations with people who bully, we will, I will hear stories of past trauma or past bullying. That's quite common too. And okay. so when it comes time to solve the pain, I then refer out. 
So, if, mm. and what we want to do is refer to the right person and I'll stay in touch with this person. How are you liking your counselor? Do you think it's going well? Maybe we should help you find another one if it's not going well or a coach. But mm -hmm. if we can find a channel for their pain, then their pain is not going to be put on the person in the workplace anymore. It's going to be mm. channeled in their run that they're learning to do or at the therapist's office or their boxing bag at home. They're going to get some tools mm -hmm. to channel pain so that they don't need to hurt people to feel better. Oh, that's so great. So the other side of that coin is <laughs> like, are they lacking yeah. conflict management skills? Right. And just asking, you know, simple questions of letting them play out how, for example, the way they chose to solve the problem, what, you know, how did they make other people feel? And what could have been some other options? That is something that I think probably some managers and some HR managers would have the capacity to do, right? You're just teaching mm -hmm. new tools. And the key there mm -hmm. again is to be that coach. You're not giving them the answers, but you're helping them, you're guiding them towards a different answer. And I'll tell you, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I ran a, a sensitivity training at my school for almost 10 years. And students, you know, I would get some of the harshest students in the school, but they didn't want to do what they were doing. They just didn't know how to be otherwise. So mm -hmm. as soon as they came up with a different conflict management strategy, they would just use it. Right. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to be Beautiful. causing all this damage. So, I mean, sim yeah. it's similar to adults, right? We don't want to be stuck in all this drama. And we also don't want to be the bad guy. No. I don't think anybody wants to be the bad guy. No. And we might feel comfortable in that place because that's who we have been. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I don't think that we want to live mm -hmm. there. No, no, exactly. So that's from the um, harassing, harassers point of view. What about from the other side? So the person who's being harassed? Yeah. So I, I have a coaching strategy called the third way. And this is something that I train people on. Um, so I can talk mm -hmm. about it a little bit, but if, if people are interested, definitely reaching out to find out more. Um, cause mm -hmm. I do a full two day training on it. Um, so the third way is basically the, the, the perspective of, you know, when people are harassed or bullied, we often respond in two ways, right? So power over or power under. So we might respond mm -hmm. with violence or explosiveness back mm -hmm. to the person who's bullying or harassing us. And we might also respond in silence, in powering under. And both of those responses elicit more bullying, unfortunately, or elicit more harassment mm -hmm. situations. Keeps the cycle. In yeah, the, keeps the going. cycle is totally intact in that way. Mm -hmm. The third way teaches someone how to coach someone through the process to find their power with. So, you know, one mm -hmm. example would be that staff member who wanted the training. Um, I had another woman. Um, come to me and there was there was a homophobia situation going on in her workplace and she felt totally ashamed and mm -hmm. she wanted this coworker to her power with was to get someone to go through a sensitivity training program with me and you know what came out during sensitivity training this woman was not from Canada and she didn't understand mm -hmm. the social conveniences of not making homophobic slurs and then mm -hmm. the situation was just very quickly resolved so, I mean, the concept here is that the person who's being targeted is really the expert in the situation. They understand mm. the power dynamics. They understand 
the uh, social group. They understand the dynamics of the either workplace or school. And so they are likely going to be the ones who solve the problem. Which is so great because you're taking somebody who's being disempowered and empowering them to find the solution. A hundred percent. And I, I just want to yeah. say, I mean, it is the most humbling work. I, mm -hmm. I, and I'm so grateful for it. I sit back and follow the lead of all these like brilliant, empathic, compassionate, lovely people who do feel terrified and disempowered and ashamed. And I mm. watch them just blossom out of it. So, you know, mm. in a lot of bullying situations, we, you know, we, we have these people who just everywhere they go, they end up getting targeted and they go through mm -hmm. third way. They find themselves again, right? So they find their power with, they find mm -hmm. a way through it. And now it's over for them in many spaces because they have found themselves. That's awesome. Because one of the biggest effects of being bullied is silence and not having a voice. So the fact that you're listening to them and really helping them find their own voice and then listening to that voice, I can see that to be very healing for them. For hugely, sure. hugely. And, and you yeah. know what's never chosen is a punitive solution. Nobody chooses that. Yeah. So that's like, I mean, mm -hmm. the, the, the research shows it and my life experience has shown it that we, I mean, we just desperately need to find another way, you know, and I, I mean, mm -hmm. I feel really grateful to have kind of stumbled upon these solutions. Um, and I know that there are tons of other ones out there, but I think whatever we do, we need to be stepping away from reprimanding because simply mm -hmm. it's not working. Well, Kathleen, you have been an amazing guest today. Thank you so, so much. I love your power over, power under, but most importantly, power with. And then and then empowering both sides. So empowering the bully or the harasser to see where it's coming from. And then also to speak to the one who's being bullied and giving them their voice. So that is so amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. And um Obviously, you have done really great work in the anti-bullying realm. So um, thank you for the work that you do and continue to do. Oh, thanks so much for having you're me. You're so welcome. So if people want to get in touch with you, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on all the platforms. So um, my name again, Kathleen Hilchey. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, if you look up on, on social media, Kathleen Hilchey, anti-bullying specialist. Mm -hmm. Um, I also do work coaching women to help them find their power with. And so if that interests you, um, you can find me at Kathleen Hilchey, find your voice. Beautiful. Um, thank you so much. I'm going to put all of that information in the description so people have access to you. Um, and again, thank you for everything you do. And um, I look forward to, I would love to have you back as a guest later on because I, it feels like you have so much more information to give. So um, hopefully we can bring you back in a little later on. I would love that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Thank you for joining us for the Harassment Free Workplace Podcast. Subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. And please spread the word. Feel free to send us feedback, questions, and suggestions for future guests you'd like to hear from. We'd love to hear from you. For more information on workplace investigations and assessments, please visit www.harassmentfreeworkplace.com. Till next time.